All right, guys, welcome to the Off the Bench podcast. We got Kayla Allen on the line with us. Hey, how are you? I am great. How are you doing? Thanks right. for having me. Thanks for hopping on. I appreciate it. So, okay. Kayla, Kayla, you listen to the to to a lot of the FFL training. Yes, of course. It, it actually gets me through. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. That's that that's what it did for us when we were in the you know early on in the business and throughout different levels of of growth. You know, there's always somebody that's been through what you're going through. Um, yeah. So how and how long have you been here, Family First? Um, June actually made it officially a year, so a year and about like a couple months now. Yeah. Okay. Were you licensed before that, or did you just get licensed? I just got licensed. I was completely new to this industry, walking uh, coming to FFL. Nice. Okay. What did you do before selling insurance? Um, yeah, I was working in property management actually for about four years. So had two promotions in the game, uh, but that's what I was doing prior. So it was a completely opposite industry. Yeah, it is. It's an, and it's different. Like uh, who was I, I? So my I had known a guy for a long time. Was good friends with my sister, and he's okay. seen me in the like he's seen us, Jamie and I, in the industry for twelve years. And he's a great okay. sales guy, like one of the best I've ever seen. And then he come here. He finally decided like he'd give this a shot. And he's like, man, I got, I got on the phone and I got beat up. I said, yeah, it's a little bit different than the sales you're used to. And it is because yeah. it's not, you're not get, like pro property, real estate, jewelry, cars. Yeah. It's like, not very aggressive sales. It's kind of more like prospecting for, you know, looking for potential uh, permanent residents, but you know, most of those people are kind of already inquiring and you're kind of dealing with a different um, clientele base. Sure. Um, and even their approach is a little different to that industry compared to here. So yeah, you're absolutely right. It's not as aggressive as like traditional sales industry, such as what we do here. Well, I'm not giving you anything tangible either other than peace of mind, but you can't see that, right? Like you, <laughs> I, you walk on to it. Yeah. Like, I don't know anybody that just, hops around car dealerships and walk around car lots like they i don't go to a car dealership unless i'm trying to buy a car exactly <laughs> right so i want a car that's why i'm there but yeah. nobody wants to talk about life insurance nobody wants to talk about death so it's just a little bit different um so it, walk me yeah, through right. your walk me through your last 14 months like getting started what it looked like ups downs and anything any moments yeah. where you go i think i'm starting to understand this Yes, I love that question <laughs> um, because it's it, it really my story kind of proves uh, the resources here are 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 uh, they do work. So when I started, um, you know, I wasn't as good. I was very I don't want to say robotic, but I, I stuck strictly to the fundamentals that were kind of taught to me. So. You know, as I'm doing presentations and I'm meeting with clients, half the time I didn't even know what I was really doing, but I was working the process. So I was getting some activity and results, but I still didn't really understand what I was doing. Right. right. Um, so I started off part time um, and actually part time. I've made three times my monthly income and, uh, that I was making at my um full-time job so whoa, that whoa, was whoa, my whoa, cue whoa. To kind of say that one more time 
I want to make sure I heard that <laughs> yeah, I got you. clearly. Yes. So I was working four years with two whole promotions in the game with uh, property management and with working with FFL part time. I made three times my 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 full time job salary in a month. So wow. I was in shock. I was in disbelief. <laughs> Didn't believe that it was possible. So, you know, that was my cue. I said, you know what? I'm going to walk away from, like, to be honest with you, working in property management for four years, in total, including with my two promotions, I maybe had $4 of a raise in my career span with them. Right. So it, it was a no-brainer for me. So I just transitioned to full-time with FFL. And, um... You know, I uh, my mentor Andre Brooks. He, you know, took me under, and you know, I just remained coachable, and I stuck to the system that he put in front of me. And you know, I was able to kind of actually bring up that income with FFL almost immediately, transitioning to full time when I was already kind of making, you know, a good a good base number in the first place. That's sure. what made me leave. Um, and then following that, um, you know, I'm not going to lie. This is why they say stay coachable because I, I was a little hard-headed a little bit to, to certain aspects of the business. And I took the fall for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this, this is that point when we speak of adversity. Yeah. Um, you know, my mentor always mentioned to me, you know, how to properly run your business here. So that way um, it's stable, right? Um, just in case anything happens to you because, you know, we get sick, we, you know, uh, things happen. Right. Um, but I didn't take that serious and I fell under a certain circumstances that didn't allow me to be able to, to um, you know, meet with clients and actually run this business efficiently as I should. Um, so for about two months, I was struggling. I'm not going to lie. I was, I was struggling. This was, um, I want to say around like December, January of last year. Right. Um, so, you know, I was struggling because I was new to running a business. You know, you adopt sure. every role here, you adopt HR, you know, everything. It's totally worth it. Um, but it's an adjustment, especially if you're not remaining coachable. Um, so then this is when February came along. And I love this part. Conference, Miami conference. Right. <laughs> I went to Miami conference, um, you know, really with no, no, no income coming in because, you know, I went through a personal situation that had to make me step back a little bit from the business. Um, you know, I, I, I was really in a bad space, um, but I was determined. I said, regardless, I have to make it to this conference. Um, you know, I prioritized it. I made sure that, hey, I came prepared with my noting papers and just knew that I was coming there to be in full blown learning mode um, because, you know, uh, I've had some of my mentors express how 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 informational the conference was going to be, because I've been to business conferences plenty of time. I've done different business ventures, but most of them were kind of like hype uh events they weren't very kind of like productive when mm -hmm. it was like really some type of teaching and you know uh some some nuggets and skill sets that we can kind of take away from you know these people that are sitting on this stage that you know are in the space that you want to be in right um 
So when I went to conference, it was very refreshing because it was actually informative. It wasn't meant to just, you know, be glitz and glitter. It was actually right. there to learn. It almost felt like you were in a fun lecture, like a college lecture. Like that's how informative the actual conference was. And I took it really serious. And um, from there, the, my production level just completely changed. Um, you know, I went up uh, twice in comp since conference. I've been able to keep, you know, uh, consistently, uh, you know, about 15 to 20,000 in production every month. Uh, you know, I found a balance to it per se. Um, you know, I, I had a different approach with how I, you know, uh, kind of handle my appointments with my clients. You know, I just learned to put the, the biggest thing I took from the conference was just putting the client first. Like that's sure. the, no matter who was there, that's the same thing I heard everyone say. As long as you put them first, it's going to work out. And I came back home. I prioritized that. I meant I, you know, retrained my brain under the, you know, under that perspective. And that's when the game changed. And from there, you know, I've been able to have some success here. So the resources here, the conference, the training, the mentorship, like it, it really works and it helps you get to where you need to go as long as you want it bad enough yourself. <laughs> I mean, shoot, I can wrap it up after that. Um, so <laughs> let me ask you a question. Uh, when, yeah. how many, what's the most amount of, how, what's the most families you've helped in a month? Um, the most families I've helped in a month was about 25. Okay. Yeah, like a little around 23, 25. Okay. Yeah. And so when you went through your stubbornness phase, hard-headed phase, yeah. stubborn, same difference, because we're all hard-headed. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm -hmm. were you, did you struggle financially? I definitely did. I definitely did. It was. It was. It was hard. <laughs> so I'm gonna. Ask, it was hard. I'm gonna ask you a question, and and this is more like a rhetorical question because I want people to hear this. The first thing okay. you said was, you had a full time job, you were working part time with Family First Life as an independent contractor, you you were making right. three times the amount of money you were making, part time as you did make full time. You you were tripling your income working part time. Right. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. So my question is, if folks and and you want to build a business, right, Kayla? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. So here's the biggest lesson that I, that I'm if I'm looking at the situation, I would go. Here's your biggest lesson. Can you imagine, right? If you would have lived the way you were living <clears throat> when you just had your full time job, budget, what you bought, what you did you would have continued to spend one times your salary, but you were making three times your salary, actually four because you had your pool time and then three times, right. so that's four. So you'd have had essentially three months every month would have been left over. Let's just say, mm -hmm. let's just say you did that for three months. That's nine months worth of bills. Is there, is there ever a reason you should have struggled financially? To be honest with you, absolutely not. Okay. Um, you know, like the the thing that I love about this business in comparison to corporate America, mm -hmm. you control your income here. That's right. You control you control 
how fast you move up or how slow you move up. Now, even though you there's, you know, the, the, the good news is there's no cap here. There's the, <laughs> the, the sky is literally limitless. Right. <laughs> However, you know, people sometimes, you know, I feel like I look at it as like it's a privilege to have access to that type of environment because you know, even though you're gaining something, you have to give something too, if that makes sense. Yeah. And in my opinion, yes, you know, you're you're privileged to take to gain the opportunity to, you know, be able to control your income and be in a space that literally there's no one here trying to suppress your talent and suppress your your capabilities. Right. But at the same time, you have to give something. You have to give discipline. Mm-hmm. You have to give taking self serious. You have to give um, sacrifices. Like it's, it's certain things that you have to give in order to receive and take full advantage of those opportunities that you have been privileged to take to take advantage of. But you also have to give something too. If that makes sense. No doubt. And I kind of understand that direct correlation of the relationship between the business and myself, mm-hmm. as far as the commitment on both ends, and. And that was that was that stubbornness. That was the hard hitness. You know, you, you get so used to you don't realize how conditioned you are. Right. When you're in corporate America, you're used to somebody telling you what to do. You're used to conforming to, hey, you know, I, this person told me to do X, Y and Z. So I'm going to do X, Y and Z. There's nobody looking over your shoulder. You're completely responsible for like right now, as we speak, I have in front of my desk this this wall sticker that says push yourself. No one else is going to do it for you. That's right. So <laughs> it's like you got to realize what position you in and who you are and not only how much value you add to your own business, but you have to you have to understand how I want to say how serious to take yourself, to be honest with you, because sometimes I feel like if you're not this, this, this business, it's, it's, it's a proven system. Sure. Period. It's a proven stuff. So if you're not successful here, I promise you, you need to look in the mirror. <laughs> and I've learned that the hard way. And listen, I think everybody has. I mean, if there were people, if, if everybody just took the advice that was given by the person that had been already there, then, then mm-hmm. we would already be well over a billion dollar a year company. Because, yeah. I mean, let's face it. I tell everybody, like, don't, when you start this deal, don't spend the money that you make. Continue to live off the budget you've been living off of for the last 5, 10, 15, 20 years. Just because yep, you tripled it, yep. don't spend it because you never, you're going to need it. First of all, you should be investing it back in your business. But second of all, like, let's get that. We're, we got to sacrifice immediate gratification, instant gratification. That's one of the sacrifices. Mm-hmm. Sacrifice the instant mm-hmm. gratification so you can reinvest back in your business so that you can eventually have a business to where as you do get sick, you are out, yeah. something does happen, the yeah. money continues to come in and it doesn't affect your lifestyle. But most people are yeah. so, we're, this society is, 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 is geared and built towards instant gratification. That it's very hard for people to go, you know what, I'm just gonna set that there aside and just in case, or I'm gonna set that there to put back in a business. They want what they want when they want it. And I think we've all mm-hmm. gone through stuff like that. We've all gone through. I don't want to listen to my 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 mentor. I don't. I think I'm. Mm-hmm. And then God, sometimes we might even go. I think I'm smarter than them, right? 
I mean, and, and again, it's not it's not a bad thing. I'm not mad at you, Kayla, if you go, I'm smarter than you, Frank. First of all, you probably are. Second of all, you should think that way if you're trying to get somewhere. You should have a confidence right. value, yeah, right? It's just you're not yep, egotistical and you're not rude about it. So, dude, I love everything you said today. I think it makes a ton of sense. It drove home with me. And, and the beautiful thing is now as you're building this thing and talking to agents and, and helping agents, you'll be able to, and again, not that they'll all listen. The smart ones will, and even the smartest ones will listen to some of the stuff, yeah. and, and they won't listen to some of the other stuff. But you'll be able to prevent them from making some of the mistakes you made. And that's our, our whole goal when we're trying to, to get somebody moving is let's prevent them from making the same mistakes I made, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And one thing that I've learned with even, uh, you know, uh, recruiting as well now as far as my approach with it is you know i am just my approach to it now is just you know putting my putting the information in front of you know people and allowing themselves to decide and take you know full uh control of their destiny here because you know considering all the adversity that i went through uh, that completely had nothing to do with ffl but everything to do with me sure um you know it's plenty of opportunities that I could have given up, you know, or would have made excuses mm -hmm. um, for why it's not working, you know, making external excuses. Point but, that finger. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, you know, if anything, I turned it around and I've learned my lessons from it and I was able to come out actually better on the other side. And I understand that not everybody not everybody has is fortunate to have that skill set. Like in my opinion, perseverance is a skill set in itself. <laughs> because adversity is going to happen. I'm That's telling right. you, as a business owner, it's going to happen. It's part of the game. Walmart accounts for those type of losses. Heck yeah. uh, CVS accounts for those type of losses. Any business account for certain gains and losses. Um, you know that way you come prepared. Um, for any scenario that uh, life hits you. So, you know, I just learned to kind of train myself to be a little more prepared um, to be able to take advantage of all spectrum of the business. Um, like right now, I know I'm taking advantage of, you know, transitioning to telesales and mm -hmm. really trying to, you know, be a little more aggressive on recruiting uh, because I've learned my lesson on why, you know, they, they always say recruit from day one, recruit from day yep. one. And now I understand why. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> like, that's the important thing to do. You know why I like you? I, I, I love how accountable you are to yourself. And, and you know how many people look for that external blame so they can point the finger and go, it's not yeah. my fault. And, I, and I'm sad because, you know, 99% of, of the reason of the, the reason 99% of the reason is where you are in life is because of you. And, 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 yeah. you know, if people would understand that and just go, I don't care what goes on outside. There's things that I can do internally and in I'm in control of that can absolutely determine where my life is going to go. And you seem to have that yeah. attitude, which is, 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 is very refreshing because a lot of folks don't, um, and if they did, they would grow a lot faster like yourself. So you are recruiting. I heard you say that. If I wanted to come work with you, yep. Kayla, how would I get a hold of you? 
Yes, that's a perfect question. So you can follow me on Instagram. Uh, my name is Kayla Borne on there. Uh, K-A-Y-L-A-B-R-E-N-A-E-E. -E -E. Um, or you can also reach out to me uh, via phone call, 202-503-0560. Um, you can also email me as well, uh, ffllkayla at gmail.com. Um, so just reach out to me on any platform. Um, you know, I definitely follow up with you um, because, you know, everybody deserves to have access to this information because anyone can do it. Not everyone can do it, but anyone can do it. Very true. Well, Kayla, you absolutely killed it today. Thank you so much for sharing with us. Priceless information. Thank you for having me. Anytime. So, guys, you heard it like a year and a year and a few months in the business and 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 tripled her income working. She was making money full-time she tripled that income working part-time with us it works if you work it give us a call we'd love to we'd love to help you kayla would love to help you thank you again kayla so much for hopping on it guys until next time make it a big week thank you have a good day you guys